0: Hello and welcome to episode 32 of The Route, our ongoing content series at School Bus Fleet. I'm Wes Platt, executive editor. In this episode, I'm gonna recap some of the top news published recently on our schoolbusfleet.com website. Be sure to follow us on social media, click like on this and all our other videos, and please subscribe to our YouTube channel. Remember, at 90 subscribers, which we're getting closer, Um, I'm going to publish the next ingredient for cheeseberry pie. We're getting close to having all those ingredients, so keep it coming. Keep your friends coming. Um, Your comments are always welcome. If you get a chance, please post who you are, where you're from. And that way, in a future episode, I can give you a shout out. And don't forget that we're accepting submissions for our 2022 School Bus Fleet Photo Contest. Winners get $100 gift cards, and we're going to publish those pictures in the August edition of School Bus Fleet. Look for a link to contest details with this video. Okay, let's get rolling. Our first stop is Lake George, New York, and the headquarters of the National Association of State Directors of Pupil Transportation Services. The association's leadership got a shakeup after George's Pat Schofield, who had been serving as president-elect, broke the news that he was leaving his post as a state transportation director to work at a local school district. NASDIP's bylaws make it impossible for someone who's not a state transportation official to remain in an executive post, so that forced Schofield to resign. The association's board meeting in Indianapolis approved Mike Simmons of Arkansas To replace Schofield as president-elect, Mike Bullman of South Carolina was appointed to complete Simmons's term as secretary. Simmons, it turns out, isn't a newcomer to this gig. He served as NASDIPS president in 2011-2012. The school bus fleet team wishes Pat the best of luck in his new adventure and a smooth transition for the new leaders at NASDIPS. Our next stop is Sacramento, California, where State Bill 328, now known as the Later School Start Time Act, takes effect on July 1st. This legislation, signed into law by Governor Gavin Newsom in 2019, mandates start times for middle and high school students no earlier than 8 and 8.30 a.m. respectively. It's expected to affect transportation routines for students, parents, and school fleets. Mark Luke, school superintendent in Bakersfield, told 23abc that his district with about 30,000 students and a bus fleet that requires a staggered schedule will struggle with the pressure of starting school after eight o'clock. What's happening in your school district for the upcoming academic year? Are Are bell schedules changing for you? Let me know in the comments. And our next stop is Washington, DC, where Representative Josh Gottheimer of New Jersey wants Congress to pass a federal version of Miranda's law, which would mandate that lap and shoulder belts become standard equipment on all school buses. New Jersey's legislation was signed into law by Governor Phil Murphy in 2018. A bill passed in the House last year would have required that federal transportation officials uh, conduct a study into the benefits of installing seat belts but those measures never made it into the president's bipartisan infrastructure bill. The law is named after Miranda Vargas, a fifth grader who died along with teacher Jennifer Williamson in a wreck with a dump truck in Paramus. Another 43 students and staff were hurt. The driver went to prison after pleading guilty to reckless reckless vehicular homicide, assault by auto, and endangering the welfare of children. According to investigators, Uh, Driver Hootie Muldrow Sr. tried making an illegal U-turn on Interstate 80 before his bus collided with a dump truck. And speaking of tragic accidents, our final stop is Chico County, Arkansas, where five people died and another five were hurt uh, when a heavy truck carrying cooking oil collided with a 15-passenger van. State police reported that the driver of the van failed to yield for the oncoming Freightliner truck while making a turn on US-65. The Ford van belonged to CB King Memorial School, which serves people in Southeast Arkansas with developmental delays or disabilities. Said Lori Medina, the school's director of programs, our CB King family is hurting tonight. We don't have the words now to express our pain. Both drivers were hurt. Those killed ranged in age from 19 to 73. They included Brayshawn Ranson, 19, Tommy Figures, 50, Terry King, 56, Regina Jackson, 65, and Geraldine Pruitt, 73. Our thoughts are with those who were hurt and killed in the accident, as well as their families and friends. We wish a speedy recovery to the survivors. All right, now it's time to park the bus before we go, a quick hello to some of our subscribers like Bill Fall and Alvin McDaniel. Thank you so much for watching. Don't forget to like and subscribe. Tell your friends about the route. Reach out to me by email at west.plat at bobbit.com. Tweet us at schoolbusfleet. Drive safely, and see you next time on the route.